הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שהוא דורנו, וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארץ הם אביך לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחן נובע מכל חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, we start section 2 of Torah 57, the famous uh, question in the Gemara Sanhedrin, that the student of Rabbi Yosef Ben Kisma ask him when will Mashiach come? And we're going to explain this, phrase, this uh, Gemara later. But first we discuss the idea of the Malachim, which are created from the words of Hashem. And how those Malachim have the Koach to be able to bring influx down below to whatever it's in charge of. And how one who blemishes from the words of the sages does not have a healing to his sicknesses. So how to repair that is to restore faith in the Chachamim, to restore his Emunah, and then he's able to, to live from that sickness which is supposed to kill him off. So, Bezat Hashem, we start section 2. To restore that fallen faith. How does one do so? It's through the aspect of Yaakov. And what's Yaakov? The, by means of a neder, a vow. Vow is Yaakov. That a person should make a certain vow. And Rabbeinu, add in parentheses, or Rabbi Nathan and in parentheses, what Rabbeinu meant to say, fulfill the neder immediately. Make a neder and fulfill it immediately. This is a very unique idea. Rabbeinu is very big on the aspect of nedarim. We see how the nedarim restores emunat chachamim and is able to give on emunat chachamim. So it's in Yan, that's a blessed level. We make um, nedarim that we know we can fulfill immediately. For example, you want to go to the mikveh, make a neder that you're going to go to the mikveh and then go to the mikveh immediately. Things that you know you can do because you don't lose anyways um, by making that neder. In fact, you only increase emunat chachamim. So something you know you can do, make a neder on it, and f- the neder gives you the koach to, to, to accomplish that holy act that you want to do. But nonetheless, Rabbeinu is going to go into it. So Rabbeinu says, how to restore fallen faith is through Yaakov. And Yaakov represents the neder. Make a neder and fulfill it immediately. And through this neder, one will return to faith in the sages. Because when a person has no faith in the sages, this is the aspect of when the Chachamim, he passed away. This is the aspect of Pele, which means wonder. What does it say? I will continue to bewilder these people. With bewilderment and wonder and the wisdom of its wise men will, fall, will, will fail, will, will be lost. The Abda will be lost. So, we will be continued to be bewildered and then our Chochmah will be taken away from us. Expounded this is in reference to the passing away of these sages and the rectification of this bewilderment of the passing away of the sages. So we see the passing of the sages represents pele, wonder. This aspect of bewilderment that we see in the verse, and this language of pele, that the passing of the sages is this aspect of bewilderment. And our chokhmah, um, the wisdom of the wise men will fall. So what happens? The rectification of the bewilderment, meaning the passing of the Chachamim, this is the, the rectification of it, is the awesome rectification 
is the wondrous rectification of Neder. Because Neder also has this language of Pele by it, wonder. How do you know that? If he wondrously expresses the vow. If he does it in a wondrous manner, Yafli, from the word Pele. Just like the Chachamim have this idea of Pele in, the, in their passing, as we see in the Midrash Echa, that this aspect of Pele, which is said about um, the passing of the Tzadikim, um, as we see in the Midrash Echa, this is also applicable to the Pele that is expressed by the Pesukim with regard to Nedarim, making vows. Because through this Nedar, this vow that this person makes, this person ascends up to the source from where the Chachamim are rooted. Where are the Chachamim rooted? Wondrous wisdom. And it says, Chochma is this aspect of Peliot. Peliot Chochma. And it's in Sefer Yetzirah and look in the Zohar Pashat Balak. It's called Peliot Chochma, wondrous wisdom. So the Chachamim, they are rooted, they are sourced in this concept of Peliot Chochma. And through a neda, which is also Pele, one is able to get to this place of Peliot Chochma. Now through this neda, and he fulfills it immediately, one is able to know and recognize the virtues of the sages, and now he is able to return and believe in them. By the way, what Rabban was saying here is things that are beyond, beyond secrets. But we have to fulfill them in simplicity, so we should take this, but in simplicity and really fulfill what Rabban was talking about to, to try to do as many nidarim as we can that we know we will fulfill and with this we will increase our amunat chachamim and do it with good kavana. And this is what it said in Yeshaya. I'll give thanks to your name for you have done wonders. What did it say at the end over there? It says at the end of the verse. It says, counsels from far, in steadfast faith. Meaning, through the neder, which is the aspect of wonder, one is able to rectify the faith in the sages, whose wisdom, whose advice comes from afar. From, she brings her bread from afar. What does this mean? For the words of Torah are, are sparse in their place, they are poor in their place, but enriched from elsewhere, and enriched from somewhere else. Meaning, what did the Chachamim derive their teaching from remote places in the Torah? From very far places. That it has been given over to them. That the Chachamim now have the capability to expand, expound on the Torah, sorry, to expound on the Torah to explain the Torah as they please with the 13 principles through which the Torah is expounded. They're, they're able to go to from afar, from a close, whatever, from close, wherever they want to, they can bring proofs and explain according to the way they want to. So we see that the Torah, that the Chachamim bring down, the Yetzot that the Chachamim bring down, come from afar. She brings her bread from afar. What's that bread? The Torah, which the Tzadik creates from very far place in the Torah. And we are obligated to believe in all their words, as it says, Do not stray from the matter left or right. That's what we saw over there. And how did we say at the beginning, the Yaakov is the aspect of the vow? For Yaakov, Yaakov is the head of all those who make vows. The Yaakov made a vow. So Yaakov is the first. Of all those who make vows. He is the leader of all vows. 
We see Yaakov is the aspect of Nedech. So one repairs Emon Chachamim through Nedech, which is the aspect of Yaakov. And this is what it says, Yaakov. By the heads, sorry, Yaakov, from the hands of the mighty one of Yaakov, from the hands of the champion of Yaakov. Mideh, by the hands, Avia Yaakov, the mighty one of Yaakov. Bishvili zekeni de Amanach, meaning what's Mideh? Meaning in order to repair the hands of the Manach, Hanikha Abiyah, which is called champion. <clears throat> as we saw above, as we saw Umashach Abirim Bechocho, with the strength he pulls the mighty, meaning the strength that is within his hands. This is the reference to the angels, meaning in order to rectify the hands of the angels, Hanikha Abiyah, which is called. Abir, one must use the aspect of Neder, the vow, which is the aspect of Yaakov, because what does it say over there? From their shepherds, the rock of Israel. Meaning, through the Neder, one is able to rectify faith, which is called Ro'e, shepherd, and pastor, shepherd, faith. Shepherding faith. So we see that faith is the aspect of Ro'e, shepherding. <coughs> so through the Neda, one is able to rectify this concept of Ro'e, the shepherding. Which is Emunah. In the aspect of Lotasur, do not stray, etc., etc. And when the hands that we mentioned above, the hands of the angels, are rectified through the vow. That we just talked about. Through this, the light of the forefathers shine into him. For the vow represents the light of Yaakov, and the hands represent Abraham and Yitzchak, which are the right and the left. Abraham is the right, Yitzchak is the left. And this is what it says in. He performed wonders in the sight of their fathers. Meaning through the Pele that we just talked about, the Neder. Meaning, we see that the Avotam, the Oha Avot, the light of the Avot now begin to shine through this Asapele, through creating a wonder, which is what? The Neder. When you make a Neder and you fulfill it immediately, with this, the light of the forefathers is able to shine into this person. And this is why the last letters of the names of the forefathers are Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. You have Avraham, sorry, you have Yaakov, which is the Bet. You have Yitzchak, which is the Kuf. And you have Abraham, the last letter being the man. For the last letters of Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Bet Kuf Mem, is um, take that, that, those three letters and each letter represents a word from this phrase in Teilim chapter 89. Beshemen kochim eshachti. We see the word beshemen starts with the bet, the kochim starts with the kuf, and the mem starts with the uh, the meshachti starts with the, the mem, which is the same letters as the last letters of Yitzchak, of Yaakov, Yitzchak, and Abraham. The bet, kuf, and mem. Beshemen kochim eshachti. With my holy oil, I anointed him. 
which hints us to the aspect of Nadir, because this also said, this is also said with regard to the Nadir of Yaakov, the vow of Yaakov, etc., etc. And that stone through which, as it says over there, um, it continues in the verse in Bereshit chapter 28, and it also says in chapter 35, he poured upon it oil, upon the stone. And what's the oil we talked about? That holy anointing oil. And what is the first letter of that phrase? Which are the last letters of the Avot. So we see that the lighting of the shining of the Avot comes through pouring that holy oil. And what's that holy oil which is said about the Nedr, which Yaakov made? Meaning through the nether that one does and he fulfills, then the light of the forefathers is able to shine into him. And through these lights of the forefathers, this person ascends and is now able to delight in the delight of Shabbat. He's able to enjoy the delight of Shabbat. Then you will delight over God. And you will ride on the height of the land. And I'll give you to enjoy the inheritance of Yaakov, your father. So what does it mean by Bamote Aret? The heights of the earth? This is Avraham and This is Avraham and The heights of the earth. Why? Avraham and represent the hands. As we said, the right hand and the left hand, Shem's Olam. Avam Yitzhak represent the arms of the world. As is brought in Dvarim, uh, chapter 33, I believe. This idea. And I will give you to, to I'll feed you the inheritance of Yaakov, this is the aspect of the nether that we mentioned, the nether of Yaakov. And this, this light of Yaakov, with this faith, one is able now to merit the delight of Shabbat, when he combines the nether, which restores faith, and the avot, which is this, uh, the light that one receives. Now he's able to, have this aspect of Onek Shabbat. So Onek Shabbat, he merits the light of Shabbat, but he not Shin Bat. What Shabbat, apparently the word we know in the Tikkun Ezoach, Shin Bat. You have the letter Shin and then you have the word Bat. Shin, Zebchinat Avot, we know the, the, the Shin represents the forefathers. Shin, for the Shin has three heads. And we know these three heads represent the the, the three forefathers, Avami Taki Yaakov. Bat, what's Bat? Zebchinat Emunah, this represents Emunah, Bechinot, Bat, Haitel Avram, Wakoshim, as we say over there. That it says in the Torah that Abraham had a bat aita Abraham le Abraham, or we say in the in the, in the sorry in the Gemara that it says over there in the in the Gemara and Baba Batcha that Abraham had a daughter and her name was Bakol because where did they learn this? It says in in in, in the sorry in the pasuk in the Torah. It says in the pasuk and Hashem blessed Abraham with everything Bakol. So the Chachamim say in the Gemara that Bakol is a reference to his daughter. That Abraham had a daughter and her name was Bakol. Bakol. As it says in Mishle, 
a faithful man has many blessings. What, what does blessing have to do with faithful man and Abraham and all this stuff that we learned? And the bat that we explained? Because we, na- we know that Hashem blessed Abraham with a daughter. I said Hashem blessed Abraham with Bakol. Bakol was his daughter. So this blessing, this berach, I said in the verse, berach et Abraham Bakol. This berach is the same blessing that is referencing the person who has faith. Ish emunot rab berachot. So she just as Abraham was blessed with a daughter, see this aspect of blessing by a person who has emunah. Ish emunot, a faithful man, rab berachot, has many blessings. So the same berach, is the same with regard to Abraham as it is with regard to the man of Emunah. And what does this have to do with Bat? Because Bat is the daughter whose name was Bakol, who Abraham was blessed with. So, this is the connection between everything. And this delight of Shabbat, this represents the aspect of eating in holiness. Because when a person eats during the six days of the week, the evil side is also able to take benefit from this food. But for the food of Shabbat, the evil side has no portion in it whatsoever. At all. This is why Hashem commands us to eat on Shabbat. Eat today for today. Is the Shabbat for God? Yachilat Shabbat naasek dusha velokut gamur. For Rabbanu explains to us a huge idea that the eating of Shabbat naasek dusha velokut gamur. The eating of Shabbat is made completely holy, and it's absolute godliness. The food of Shabbat is completely God. It's godliness. It's complete holiness. There's no impurity at all. Belot ha'arovet segim klar without. Waste without any drags, without any um, impurities. And one is able to accomplish with the eating of Shabbat what one would normally accomplish through fasting. Meaning, what? What is one able to do through fasting? To make his enemies fall. But the same is true of eating on Shabbat. That he's able to make his enemies fall before him. In the merit of this delight of Shabbat. Just as one does when he fasts. And this is why it's called Shabbat. Because Shabbat is propitious. It's, it has a segula. To put an end to. To make a rest. The enemy and the avenger. To put to rest the enemy. The one who tries to avenge us. This is why Shabbat. Shabbat. To put an end to that enemy. Because we know through fasting, one's enemy falls before him. For through anger, which comes from the liver. That the liver is constantly angry. The, ang- the liver is called angry. So we see that the liver is where Ka stems from. That from anger stems the ultimate accuser, the great accuser. Accuser, who's the great accuser? This is Esav, Rome, whose grasp, Esav's grasp, his main force comes from the liver. And he's red, and the same is true of the liver, which is full of blood. And from this great accuser, the supernal accuser, Esav, Edom, Rome, what happens? Accusers and oppressors come down below 
על אדם הכועס והשוטים עליו. They come down below upon an angry person and now these accusers are able to have rule over him. Meaning from this from this great accuser, the Esav, then devolutes and is aroused an accuser down below that brings almost punishment and um, tries to accuse this person down here who gets angry. So when a person gets angry down here, he causes a big accusation up there. Um, for Esav, for Esav's main grasp is from the liver, which is anger. And once Esav gets angry, then down below he has a messenger, which then is in charge to rule over this person who gets angry. And they do not fear this person. For through anger, it seems to these people who Esav sends, as if they, um, it seems to these people that this person is an animal. This person who gets angry is an animal in the eyes of this messenger of Esav, who is here to taunt a person who gets angry. Likened to the beasts who are cut off. Meaning that we see that this person who gets angry is the aspect of is likened to a beast. For the main reason why a person is able to instill fear. The fear of a human be the fear that a human instills. Where does a person's fear come from? How is a person able to instill fear? A fear and a dread of you. This is only because of the Tzalem Elohim, the image of God that exists within a person. And through that image, Adam who Adam, that a man is called a man because of that image. But when that image is removed from him, and this person leaves the category of man and then enters the category of an animal, and then the fear that he instills is removed from him. And the essential fear Sorry, the essential image that illuminates on the face of a person is the wisdom of Hashem. The wisdom of Hashem is what gives a person um, his image. That God gave us an advantage over the animals, which is that wisdom. And that wisdom, which is the advantage over the animals that we have, illuminate our face. The wisdom of a man lights up his face. But through that anger, if he's wise, then his wisdom is removed from him. It leaves him. Then his image is removed from him and his face falls. Why are you so furious? And why is your face falling? Meaning the fact that you are furious has caused your face to fall. And when you have no face of a Adam, a Ben Adam, a human, then the fear that he's supposed to instill, which is innate within the aspect of the category of a man, is then removed from him because he's no longer a man. For he is likened to the animals. And his adversaries now are able to oppress him. The messengers of Esav in this world. And through fasting, he's able to rectify his face and to restore that wisdom back to himself. And that wisdom is that image which 
illuminates a person's face. Now, people are, now, everyone will fear him again. All his enemies will fall before him. Specifically before him. For their main falling, the main falling of the enemies comes through what? The panim, the face. That's why the fanav, meaning to his face. Enemies will fall to his face. Meaning, why? The enemies will fall because this person has restored his tselem, which is that thing which illuminates his face. All of this is created. All this rectification is created through fasting. For through fasting, one subdues the liver to the mind. For on the day a person eats, because when a person eats during the day, his liver is sustained first. And then afterwards, the mind receives it. It's, um, it's sustenance. We find on a day when a person eats, he gives more strength and importance to the liver. When he fasts, then the mind is sustained first. And then after the mind receives its sustenance, then after it sends to the liver. We find that on the fast day, a person subdues his liver before the mind. And that greatness and that rulership is now given over to the mind, not to the liver. And this is a rectification to that which a person blemished first in wisdom, which is the mind. Which is that image which illuminates a person's face. Because we said the wisdom is what lights up a person's face. The wisdom of God is what brings a person his image. And now through fasting he subdues the liver and he gives rulership to the mind. And when he subdues that liver, which is the head, the head accuser, then what happens? All the enemies which are bound to the liver then get subdued completely. This is the word som. If you take the word som and take apart the first letters, tzaddik, vav, and mem, you have a phrase which, using the first letters of this phrase, you create the word som. I will thrash his adversaries from before him. I will destroy before him his enemies. I'll destroy his enemies from before him. That through fasting, so we see the idea of vechatoti, take that word, it's vav, take the first letter of that word, it's vav, mipanav mem, and then tzarav, tzadi, mix them around, you have tzom fast. Meaning through the fast, one is able to subdue the liver and to strengthen the mind of wisdom. Which is the image, the divine image of me'il bifne adam, and now that divine image is able to illuminate a person's face. And through that divine image which is present on this person's face, through this, his enemies will be thrashed from before him. As it says, specifically from before him, meaning what? From his face. But when a person merits this delight of Shabbat, as I then he did not need to fast. This we know in the Eid Razuta, this idea that through the owning of Shabbat, one doesn't need to fast. And we know also with regard to the Seudah Shishit on Shabbat,
one is able that he doesn't need to fast during the week. As it's in the Zohar Kadosh. That through the Onik Shabbat that a person does, the, the delight that he has in Shabbat, which comes specifically through eating, um, he's able to affect in his eating what he would normally affect through his fasting. Meaning to subdue the enemy. For the eating of Shabbat is completely holy. Kodesh. And no foreigner can eat from this holiness. Only the Jew. And the liver is subdued. And then what happens? The strength of this adversary is weakened. All the wrathful dominions, which represent the, the angry liver, they all flee and depart. What does that mean? As we see in the asterisks over here, his mind is greatened, his wisdom is greatened, and now that wisdom is able to illuminate his face. In the aspect of what? What does his face become? Her face glows with supernal light. This comes through the food of Shabbat. And then what happens? It says in. Um, and then everything is Everything is love. Love of ta'anugim, of de- delicacies. Love of delights. Meaning, all of this comes through what? The onik Shabbat. That he creates his aspect of ahava, this chokhmah that is able to illuminate his face. Which then gives him back his tzalem. One would normally be able to accomplish this through, eat- through fasting. But Rabbanu explains that through the eating of Shabbat, one is able to do this automatically without needing the fast. And this is why Rabbanu said, his students this advice is huge he told them and he said even this you guys cannot fulfill properly even to eat on Shabbat to eat besimcha, you guys cannot fulfill properly to eat your fair share you don't need to worry about not eating too much or this or that and to be so stringent on this because Rabbanu said the eating of Shabbat is completely holy it doesn't sustain your liver it's not the eating of the week it sustains the mind first on Shabbat and this is how one gives strength to the mind his strength to Tzalem and Rokim which is able to subdue his enemies Maybe we have the merit to do so. This is what we'll stop here, and God willing, think finish the lesson next class.